I'm so tired. I was walking a lot on my um my treadmill today. My treadmill desk. Oh, do you know what? I saw you doing an influencer on, oh, in- <laughs> on you know Instagram. What? Yeah. People be asking which one I bought, and I'm like, I need some affiliate links or something. <laughs> I bought mine on Gumtree. Did you buy it on Gumtree? Yeah. Did you not watch my oh, you not not watch my full story? I've been working, okay. Oh, okay. Fine. I'm employed. No, but literally that was on my lunch break and I was like, you need to up influencer for everybody. <laughs> I literally posted like last week and I had like twenty DMs. Really? Like, what's the deets? What's the deets? I was like, wow, I, I'm an influencer. Basically. I don't get paid. The worst kind. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I I did twelve thousand steps today. Okay, well done. Yeah. Um and I started, I started around like one o'clock. Okay. Now I'm impressed because I've definitely probably done like maybe sixty today. Yeah. Actually, I went Aldi in the morning, so I think that contributed to my steps. Okay. That one K? That one K No, but I'm loving it. So I haven't even done anything this week. What have you been doing? Me? Oh, it was like one of my nearest and dearest, like my sister, um, baby shower i saw the videos yeah that's part of the reason why i'm tired mm. it, like i'm getting old i feel like i went to the club that like, baby shower looked lit i mean it was really good it looked massive though it w- for what people think a baby shower is which is like really intimate and small mm. in that sense mm. yes it was like what 80 do you think plus about like people. 80 plus that's literally i said it's like a wedding that's like a wedding a small wedding not for a black person well not for a nigerian maybe, <laughs> maybe other black people <laughs> so yeah i'm getting a niece oh exa- oh yeah i saw it i was i knew it was a girl so how did you know it was a girl i just oh that's the reason my nails are pink oh really yeah that's yeah because i knew it was a girl yeah i feel like a girl really suits her like it i does. feel like the girl is gonna be so cute like I, she is like i just can see like mummy and me vibes yeah yeah literally it's gonna be a mini her yeah yeah, yeah. I'm so cute excited. it'll be so cute yeah so that's me that's why i'm Oh, God, I did the drinks. I did um, cocktails. I know. Because I said it. <laughs> Today, I was like, oh, the baby child looked really good. You like, did you see my dress? <laughs> not, did you see, like, not yeah, it's no, a girl. No, did you, no, did you see the gender reveal? Did, did you, you see, see my, my drinks? drinks? Yeah, did you see my wallet? All my mojitos went, by the way. They flew off the table, mm, can mm, I just say. Mm. Drinks by Vols. <laughs> just throwing it out <laughs> there. Do you know what? I listened to the pod back the other day, and I don't always listen back, but I'm like, I laugh a lot, and I laugh very loud. Oh, you just found out? No, I knew, but I, I've never, I've never really, it never really marinated. So on the basically, pod. you're saying you're not self-aware. I have self-awareness, but <laughs> it's very loud. Like, and when I used to laugh, like in the office, like depending on which clients I'm with, certain clients I can't really laugh because <laughs> it just carries. Like, I work with some clients where they're quite quiet, and I laugh, and then everyone's just turning around to look at me. I mean, it's good. You love life. No, nah, but listen, like my mouth is open, like wide. <laughs> You love life. It's cool. Like a baby bird. I love that for you. Anyway, I'm not going to stop, so. Exactly. Live and love life. And I also love, I laugh at what you say, but I also laugh at what I say. I'm really a fan of laughing at your own jokes. Yeah, I think I'm bloody hilarious, mate. No, no you are here. Like, like, honestly, sometimes I listen back to the pod, yeah. And this is not me trying to tear him, but we are funny. I think we're quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> now now <laughs> people are going to watch me. <laughs> No, no, you're not, no. man. Haters, haters. But sometimes I listen to when I'm like, if I'm editing, yeah, I'll be sitting there, and sometimes I have my headphones on, and I'll just be laughing, and my boyfriend will just be looking at me like, <laughs> like you'll say something, and I'll be like, sometimes when I'm editing, yeah, I will take a video and I send it to Belisa, and I'll be like, Belisa, you're funny, man. <laughs> yeah, you see. <laughs> no, but we are. Look at that train one that got me. Which one? Remember the one I was like, it has to be a, a real. Which you one? About the train. Oh, track. the train. <laughs> Oh, we need to put more stuff on socials. We really we do. do. We do. We do. Because we really need to like not deprive the people. Because yeah. like we it's okay to shame us, you know, so that we do it. I know there was whoever I can't remember who was it, but a couple of people messaged like, "Where was the episode?" Yeah, they did. I, we didn't even I was like, it. "Whoa!" We didn't even mention yeah, it because we like silent. last week, yeah, <laughs> last week we put the episode out like the week before we didn't do an episode and we didn't even come back and say oh we've changed you know because before we would have come back with an apology we would have said oh we're so sorry that we missed an episode on a day it was supposed to come out we might even have put like a little clip saying oh sorry guys no episode today we would have posted on instagram it's true then now we're just like don't get it yeah we're just like you get, <laughs> you get what you, you get, get it. <laughs> <laughs> well the episode is out now but we're actually very consistent we don't miss it we don't we don't really ever miss no, episodes we don't. we're we not don't. the best at uploading on time no, but but, we, but there will be a weekly. There's, there's pods worse than us. Weekly and consistent, baby. 
So moving on. Um, <laughs> is he still around? Is he back now? I don't know. I feel like he came back during Love Island, but he didn't hit the same. Do you? He him not be named. We did love his blind stuff, isn't it? No, I said no. I said the guy Murad. Yeah, he did love his oh, blind stuff. Oh, did he love his blind yeah, stuff? He was promoting oh, it. Yeah, they gave him a free TV. <sighs> yeah, you can't really do anything and still get sponsored, didn't it? But anyway, what's in the HR news? <sighs> There's a few things in the HR news. So I saw a case. And it was about a employee, a woman who had been in her job two months mm. and she found out she had stage one breast cancer. So really early. Um, and she also, so when she found out, she took some time off, obviously, mm-hmm. to do some treatments. And then she'd have days off sporadically to mm-hmm. have treatments. And then she also took some time off, like a, a chunk of time off to get married to her partner lovely and when she did all this um her company basically said that her productivity had really decreased and they let her go while she had the cancer and got married was they, it was the, pro- the decrease in productivity because of her cancer, cancer yeah was so sick man i know so she went to tribunal with it and she won. Of course. And she won 30,000 Is pounds. giving disability discrimination. Yeah, like, I just feel like you should, this one's common sense is not common because use your common sense. If somebody is going through certain treatments for their health, of course, physical health is going to, it's going to um, impact them, mm. right? Like, it's going to impact them mentally as well mm. as their physical. Also, so they do not have HR, like, reasonable adjustment. If literally. As a HR person. Accommodations. All, but then just be sensitive, because she's been there two months. She's She started a new job. She's found out she has cancer. Like, the least she can do is say, actually, it's I've, okay. I've actually dealt with something like that, you know. Have um, you? I worked in an organisation where somebody started, and, like, a few months after, they were diagnosed with cancer, and mm. it was, um, they were, like, there was a, in a target um, setting, like, a target-driven role. And obviously... Like when you're when you're in a target driven role, if you're not being productive mm-hmm. or if you're like it can um have an impact. And so mm-hmm. we just reduced the targets or we took away the need to do targets. We gave her like stuff that she could do to support mm-hmm. the team, which mm-hmm. wasn't target driven to not to add distress. But we always talk about common sense, but I'm also like, where's the humanity? Mm-hmm. Like it's just not even if you don't know about reasonable adjustments and you're not thinking about getting sued, like you're actually a human being and this is also a human being, like how are you not appreciating yeah. the fact that the person has cancer? No empathy. Like, I can't, I don't understand it. Because even forget, like, if you're not a good manager, but even as a person, it's not something that you'd have to think twice about. You should be embarrassed, really, that it went to that level. Like, it escalated to the point you, no, where... No, but you, you let it get there. Like, yeah. you didn't try to settle. That no. means that you really believed that you were, like... In principle, you were correct. Mm-hmm. Like, that's insane to me. <sighs> yeah, it's not good. But I'm glad that she won. And I feel like that's a lot of money based on the fact she was there two months. Yeah, I love that for her. Yeah. I hope she's recovered. Do we know? No. Oh, was she we well know. she was fine was she was at was she at the tribunal? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's just ridiculous. It is, it is. I just feel like people just need to have a heart really. And you know, yeah, I've had situations where like let's say an um someone dies or someone has to has someone has something going on and it means that they have to leave work or and they're very apologetic like you know like oh i need to take some time off i'm so sorry or they're sick and they're apologizing and you look at them and you're like why are you apologizing but this is why this is why because that you think you don't have to apologize like this is life like you know what can we do to support you Mm -hmm. and you think why are they doing that but it's because there are other people who actually like be annoyed that the fact that you're sick Horrible. or the fact that you have caring responsibilities or the fact that you are bereft of scary. a of a loved one scary it is it's is scary especially in um like a climate now where you're actually seeing employees being a bit more confident at putting those things first mm-hmm. like pre-covid i think that mentality was really like prevalent amongst 
the majority. But I do feel like as time has gone on and lockdown has happened and, you know, people were able to stay at home with their children, their pets, their loved ones, their the elderly, the young, like all of that, your partner, you know, there was just more balance to mm. people's lives. So I do feel like with that, it's kind of brought more of that unapologetic attitude where it's like and I love how it. can yeah, how can you fit around my I life? I say I love it, but then it's like I do love it, but I still feel like with that, you always get the people who take the piss. Yeah, of course, of course. Like, you know, sometimes you ask me about if you could, what you can say, like how <laughs> unidentifiable it is. But like, for instance, if you're like, um, some companies have quite, I say good, like quite flexible, compassionate leave policies. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, even with compassionate leave, like you have to take it if you need it. Do you get what I mean? Like if you're, I don't know if your neighbor dies you might want to take some time off to cook them something or whatever you're not gonna take a week off mm. but you know like some people wait you said if your neighbor dies you might want to take some time off to cook them something yeah can I have a half an afternoon off to help them to prepare some food or something take some take something over as in the, someone else is there with the neighbor what you said if your neighbor dies yeah you will take some time off to cook something for them Oh, their family. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so like, gonna, what? Like, you know, like, like, am I tired? No, 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 no. No, like you might take some, you know, to go and yeah, yeah, support yeah, no, them in doing yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah. You might open up your garden so that they can, I don't know, you might need to do something, but you don't need a week off work. Nah, for real. And yeah. there are literally people who do crazy things like that. Like, oh, my housemate, somebody died. Or like, yeah. not your housemate, your housemate's relative. Or like. I'll never forget when one of my managers back in the day when one of her cats died. Oh my god! Never. What did she, What did she ask for? She took time off. She didn't I'm even like, ask. She was gone. Like this is this is like 2014, 2013. She was gone. I'm, I, I can't lie. I'm with her a bit. Yeah, yeah. She was gone. She was like, I have to take this time off. Yeah, because if I, I won't be, I won't be productive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She I don't know if I said it before, yeah. but when I was at college, my dog got out they were doing some work and then the workman left the gate open and then my dog got out and it was missing for like she was missing for two days i didn't go to college i stayed at home i cried the first day i was really? so upset yeah and that was like that was when she was like a puppy or maybe she's like a year old or something but my dog is 15 years old when that dog and her time is coming right because she's 15 when that happens, this podcast won't be seeing me. I have to take some time <laughs> off for myself. I have to look after myself. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. <laughs> so yeah, like to to our point. No, but I, I couldn't be taking a week off work and expecting to get paid. Why not? For for my dog. Dogs are part of people's families. They are. Yeah. But no, you know how other people react to. Not to say you shouldn't take the time off, pets. but you can't expect to get paid for it. You don't think so? No, I'm, and I'm I love dogs. I love dogs, but maybe a day, but not a week. Oh, well, I take up some holiday, some short notice holiday. Okay, fair enough. I just think that you can't. We had a there was like um, we had there was an episode where we spoke about it, innit? Like we I did, time we off did. my dog died. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, I'm I'm still not with it. I can't even remember what I said back then. My, maybe my opinion has changed. Maybe but I just know. I think that's fair. I don't have any pets, so I can't really speak on it. But if you get one, yeah, when you get one. I feel like eventually, like you're. I do want a dog. I feel yeah. I feel like also when you have children, you kind of have to. Eventually, you'll be you're caving to some getting some sort of pet. You it has to be. I don't like cats. I don't like cats either. But I do really like this guy on Instagram who does impressions of cats. You are. So he's like, jobless. I'm your cat who doesn't want to move. I'm your cat when you're going out. I'm your cat. Oh, he's Instagram, not TikTok. I've never seen him on TikTok. Why are you watching that? I don't know. Don't seek employment. I have employment. That's the word. Do I don't, you? and I don't even have time. I don't know where what I find doing? time to do this. I look, I watch it from time to time. I don't spend a lot of time. Seek employment. Okay, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't even want a job. Oh gosh. But yeah. Anyway, taking the piss. <laughs> um, moving on. You were telling me about a story with Budweiser. Yes. So I don't even know Budweiser was still around like that. To Budweiser, be Bud Light, beer. What, I can't remember what, what they, they do. Is like all the Super Bowl adverts still and stuff. I think they. I mean, beer is beer in it. Like the. It's, I don't want to say just men. They were the like the was a. Well, that was them, right? Was that Bud? Yeah, 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 I think so. Oh, good times. What was that even about? Wow, I'm showing my age with that one, but no, but what? Like, where did that come from? <laughs> that was them. But yeah, so. um recently probably like early this month mm-hmm. or end of last month so um they were tra- advertising bud light so they have budweiser and bud light i can't remember what the parent company is called something mm-hmm. i want to say german 
and um, they were like they were working with a couple of influencers, and they worked with an influencer called Dylan Mulvaney. Mm-hmm. Dylan Mulvaney is a trans woman, mm-hmm. right? And um, recently been like quite pop, it's been quite popular in general. Um, she does this thing. Oh, it's day. 113 of being a woman like since she transitioned oh, okay. and she also had facial feminization surgery okay. and she's the only person i've ever really seen before and after that had facial feminization surgery that i was aware of before besides monroe begdorf okay fair um and hers is yeah it's, yeah. it's, it's elite great anyway so I, I digress she recently had facial feminization surgery big on tiktok and instagram but massive on tiktok mm-hmm. and they sent her a can of bud light with like her face on it and it was like it was she did it she did like an advert she just said thank you for sending it she did a on video on socials on socials yeah mm-hmm. so it was on socials and it was like i'd say quite a nothing video uh, she made some jokes she was just like oh thanks for sending this kind of bud light you know i'll be using it i'll be drinking it while i watch um sports you know like that kind of thing it wasn't it was non-offensive or whatever so they obviously did this to be like hey we're inclusive we work mm-hmm. with all sorts of influencers and bud light is more what they use aimed at women right okay. and obviously dylan's got a very female audience so it kind of makes sense mm-hmm. however what they didn't anticipate was that a lot of their audience or their main customers are raging transphobes <laughs> right so a lot of like people were like hey we don't we don't like what you're doing we're gonna we're opting out boycott. we're gonna boycott bud yeah bud light budweiser that eye roll was loud <laughs> oh my god yeah they're gonna, they're gonna boycott and their share price tanked really share price tanked sales dropped and it became like a thing where it's wow. like you know people are making a stand they don't even know what they're making a yeah, stand yeah, about yeah. but it was like making a stand oh my gosh the other thing that's you know our children you know like to bark the children like so our children all this other kind of stuff oh you're supporting trans people oh this trans stuff like you're you're pushing it you're pushing it the agenda the agenda you know that's about the agenda um and it was went really left for them and what did they do in response what did they do? The was it the CEO or someone sim, someone senior came out and said, yeah. "We just want to let you know that this was one. It wasn't a campaign because Evan Cut said started saying they were doing some trans campaign. That's like it wasn't a campaign. It was one can that we gave to one influencer. It doesn't necessarily mean that we support like the lifestyle, or whatever. Like it's they all started they said. disassociating. Yeah, it wasn't in those exact words, but like they started like backtracking. It was like oh, okay, yeah, like it, they didn't double down." A real wow. brand would have been like we yeah, are in a are an inclusive brand, and we support everyone. We want everyone to be able to enjoy our beverage, yeah, and all this other kind of stuff. But they didn't. They basically said, "Look, this is one can, one one brand. We're not going to do more work with this person." That kind of stuff, right? They started saying it um, in an effort to save their brand. And um, I saw an article about it, and they were saying that this is what happens when brands do ethics washing. Mm-hmm. so this is when you try and be like oh really cool and like you know doesn't inclusive in and doesn't work in your favor and then we see your true colors because as soon as it started affecting your pocket now all of a sudden you're not standing with dylan you don't care about dylan yeah it was a mistake that you made but if the if you were really interested in being inclusive when your you know some of your customers started doing what they were doing you would have doubled down and said no we stand with dylan that's what a really inclusive brand would have done. That's what they would have done. So but I'm just looking, and in a statement, they said, um, including our community in marketing is nothing new. But what is new is the extreme... Oh, no, wait, this isn't dead. This is another I person. No, I need to find exactly what was said, because it was something like, this was... We want to reiterate that this was one kind, one one influencer, one something. But anyways, let's just on. Just on the subject of, like, diversity... Which is which feel like we talk about all the time. But something else that I actually did see on the clock app, I don't care, I'll never change. Um, is not necessarily related to HR directly, but it's very similar themes. Do you see all this controversy around this tart trip? I did. I did. But can I just say my girl Jackie Aina has been talking about tart for, for a long, long time. time. Yes. And nobody wanted to pay attention. I like, feel like people paid attention, but the people that didn't want to listen, they didn't pay attention. And now they're burnt. Okay, so basically, Tarte is a cosmetics company, which I feel like is has a lot of customers in the US and not really any here. Yeah, it's definitely more US. Yeah, so it's a yeah. cosmetics company. For a long time, certain influencers of colour, many black influencers have been saying that um, they don't treat their influencers the same. So they do all these like 
um, influencer trips where they basically take all these influencers on a big trip and then they mm-hmm. make content and obviously they get a lot of money because they post and all this other kind of stuff. And recently they invited, a, a, they did like one which was around Formula One and they invited a bunch of influencers and the one black influencer that they invited, she basically realised, she had friends going on a trip and she basically realised that she wasn't being treated the same as other people that they weren't they had invited her for different days but not the same days where like not to the main event basically and um she didn't think that was fair because she wanted to be able to obviously take part in the experience fully and also like i'm going to be making you money so why am i going to be treated differently um so she came she came out with a video <laughs> and um said basically that she was like yeah i was treated different i was they'll treat me differently i don't think it was fair i think i was only like black influencer blah 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 and in response, their CEO went on TikTok and made some very stupid video, <laughs> which, she, which I think she thought was going to make her relatable. Yeah, um, while she was curling her hair and using a curling tongue, which I want to believe is from 1980, and saying, oh, we just want our influencers to have a good time. We don't really think about the money and all of the content. It's just, you know, we just want to have a big family and all this, this just Slying. nonsense stuff. And then the thing that I thought was particularly violent is that they then invited another black influencer to like onto another trip and then that black influencer obviously they made i'm so sure they made sure that person had the time of their life and then that person then said oh but i had a great experience and i feel like this is what we see obviously they're influencers but i feel like it's what we see in the workplace a lot when people don't have solidarity and that's like if let's say you say someone's racist to you you're black and you say someone's racist to you they'll be looking at another black person and they'll be like well "Well, no one they're fine Valisa so if we're not racist to Valisa surely we couldn't have been racist to you and it's it reminds me of the thing with what's in the Gabrielle Union Terry Crews uh, similar yeah, sort of situation yeah. Gabrielle Union said Oh yeah My experience on America's Got mm-hmm, Talent Was X, mm-hmm. Y and Z Terry Crews said Well mine was fine We don't like Terry Clown Literally Clown Tap dancer Clown Yeah <laughs> But that's what it reminded me of And I'm like We actually need to Whatever minority group we're in We actually just need to have some solidarity and have people's backs and understand that even if my experience was different and I haven't experienced that doesn't mean that it's not true for you a hundred percent a hundred percent I agree because if not like it's it's so silly to say okay we share the same characteristic and the bad thing didn't happen to me and therefore your experience is not valid that's what I'm don't want to digress on this but I think that's that whole like light skin dark skin fair skin dark skin that's basically what you're talking about what do you mean as in like that the oppressive battle of like well this happened to me because i'm x Mm. and it didn't happen to you because you're x or this happened to me because i'm x but i'm also x so like it's it's yeah it's just really silly. silly it's like yeah i just think i just think it's dumb and i really can't stand people that play into that and especially when they play into it for money i understand that we all need to eat because he lives all of this kind of stuff but like it's so bad especially when you know if you if you didn't know you was being used and you've just spoken your truth that's different every everybody has a number look at tiwa we spoke about tiwa i'm not not even over it (laughs) We spoke about Tiwa. But I feel, I feel like her price is not even the high. Her, her, the bag was big because she knows what that country did to her country. And she, she I, don't think she, I don't even think she cares. But I know I know everybody has a number, but I feel like when you're when you're being used and you don't even know you're being used, I think it's different. Like someone like, even we can say we went about Terry Crews and Gabriel Union, but he was on the show already. Do you get what I mean? He yeah, was just yeah, living yeah, his life, wanted yeah, to keep his bag yeah, secure. Yeah, yeah. Cool. But when you are not even on a trip and you can see all the controversy happening, then the said brand currently embroiled in controversy and then you reaches do that. out to you yeah. and yeah. you let them fly you out because you want to get flued out. It's not good. But the what? moral of the story is don't buy tart. Don't be involved. I mean, we don't even have many American listeners anyway. That's true. But even if you go to Sephora in the US, don't buy tart. And also be listening to people, innit? Because it's not like is again the the particular influencer that got him. Yeah, from oh, back in the day, even like even their shades and stuff. The worst part is that influencer. She came out. She said that I don't know what they did to her behind the scenes, but she came back on. I think on Instagram, and she said, "Oh yeah, um, I've th- they've reached out to me. We've spoken about it behind the scenes. I do think that maybe I." was too quick to act and i was too quick to speak i'm gonna take some time everybody has a number no i'm gonna take some time to reflect on it offline i'm gonna so she basically they ran her off the app i don't know what they said to her but she's off she's she's, she's offline they gave her something i think they threatened her with legal action yeah. that's ridiculous um while you were talking i just remembered something which isn't really hr related but 
it probably, well, it does happen to a lot of minorities in the workplace. So, Dr. Shayla, did you... Ah, yes. Do you know what? Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay, go on, go on. I'm with you. I'm with you. So, I don't know, like, if you didn't see the clip, basically, she... Okay, first of all, because even me, like, I'm I'm scared of her, so I don't even want to now butcher her name like that. Lola? um how she how she's like how she finds it acceptable people to say her name is shola she said sound it phonetically shola shogbamimu yeah 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 so she went on you, not you being scared that she's gonna <laughs> she's, she's gonna stitch our video <laughs> so it was was it channel five right i don't know but it wasn't it was a, it was it one was of those channel yeah and um give us some background on, on yeah on so she's an activist she's a doctor in t- not a, a medical doctor but like a doctor of theory and like she's she's all about you know supporting black people she's all about denouncing you know things like the royal family and so loudly literally so support, loudly. supporting Meg, uh, calling out anyone who's racist to to Meg, Megan, yeah, going head to head, tete tete with Piers Morgan. Literally, like she's she's a scholar. She's full of knowledge, she's, and and she's got she's, like, she's got a Nigerian accent, yeah. And what I love is that there's nobody on this earth that can tell her that she's not British. <laughs> she can never. She'll say, "No, this is my home. I'm British. I've got a British passport," and she will say it with her whole with chest. chest. And I love that for her with chest. So, like, they usually bring her on things like Good Morning and all of that stuff when they want somebody on who's going to have a completely different viewpoint to the, like, Piers Morgan types of people. Mm. So, she goes on this show, um, and the presenter, Dawn, can't remember her last name, and um, she says dr shola's name her last name she says it wrong she didn't even start she she she, she literally says nonsense is what i heard yeah I didn't, so, she didn't try yeah she so she try. said oh um dr shola and then she said oh how and then she's pointed mm, how do you say your last name and she says as, as it's written sound mm-hmm. it out she didn't even try so then dr shola said no try again yeah and she tried air quotes and still not like it was incorrect. and she was like can we just move on she's like yeah, I just yeah. really keep it at Shola and then Dr. Shola was like we're not we're not moving from here until you literally so pronounce my name correctly but I just felt like that was so personally like I loved seeing that because mm. it's like even today I was saying to my partner I got called Melissa and Vanessa like <laughs> literally two different people I sent a, a, a calendar invite to someone. They came back and said, oh, no problem, Vanessa. I can do that time. Yeah. So another person. But another person, I slacked them and they said, hi, Melissa. I can on both both calendars. It's written. And slack, it's it's written. in front of you. You don't even have to try. I'm not even asking you to say it. Just type it correctly. So just to see her like stand by it and it's something that we have to do all the time all the time yeah i had um it was amazing to see her stand by it and sorry can i just say one more thing that dawn presenter afterwards she she said great accent great accent i wanted to fight her great accent. i couldn't believe that she made you sick i think she tried it like three or no four times and then she was like shock bam she's like okay try again she's like we're not moving on because like it's my name and i love that i love like people standing on that i hired yeah it isn't but then they'll use it to say that you're like aggressive no, or like, combative you need to learn to pronounce my name there's too many names that you can say too many there's too many difficult names and hermione is the one that i will that's the hill that i would die on <laughs> because we all learned how to say hermione and i read the books before i watched that i read it when i was 10 and for a long time i was gonna know hermione so <laughs> like if i if i can if i who's been calling her that in my head for years can now watch the movie and say oh hermione okay i get it then you can pronounce then, all these then you names. can pronounce like yeah. it's and it's not even like it's like Neve, because you see Neve on paper. Do you know what I was? I was thinking like when I first started working with companies that have like Irish offices. I'm not gonna lie. I was looking at some of these names and thinking. Hmm. When someone says that, when someone but, said that, the name you, is Kiva. Yeah, <laughs> but you get the you get the hang of it, yeah. right? Like you try and MH. Okay, Literally. that means V. Okay, exactly. cool. We, we, can, we can understand to, you that. You start to get it, you know? Like, I remember when I first saw Aoife written on paper, I said, yo. Oh, I was we, going, oh, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I said, oh, if. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, it's Aoife. I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you you just learn. Do you know what I mean? You, or you adapt, and, but 
the thing is, you can actually spell her name out phonetically. Literally. She doesn't need any additional grasp of any other language. And she is a presenter. Like, you should have practiced that backstage. That's so lazy. bad. And I think it's because of the preconception of seeing Dr. Shola and all these different things that she thought she could just... I, I think that if you've actually watched her, you'd know that that's actually suicide. Like, that's why true. would you do that? That's true. That's true. But, I, yeah, I, I think it's ridiculous. I hired someone, shout him out. His name is Mafus. Yeah, back before. And I remember on the first um, first day, I was like, how do you actually like to be addressed? He was like, oh, you can just call me Maths. It's like people, you can call me Maths. I love him so much. But anyway, he, he doesn't work for me anymore. But um, he's he called me Maths because Mafus is sometimes hard for people to say. I said, it's actually not. It's actually not hard for people to say. Like, Mafus. It's literally too... It's two syllables. He was like, yeah, but sometimes people struggle. I said, if you want people to call you Mafuz, you tell them to call you Mafuz. Yeah. Don't be giving people ad- mm-hmm. already additional permission to For call real. you something that you don't want to be called. For real. The worst is when people like shorten your name without asking you. Like, I remember a company I worked at. So there was two elements to this. The company I worked at, some of my friends joined because I brought them in being in HR. Mm. And outside of work, they call me Vels. So because of them, some people started to call me Vels. But I had understanding of why that was happening, yeah. <laughs> I didn't like it, but I understood. But then some people started calling me V. And I said, nah. I, I can't, I just... Don't I, do that. I think it's very audacious when people It's do very that. audacious because you haven't asked me. And I, I nobody calls me V. Don't Initial. Do that. You're an initial. Initial. Are you okay? Like, you're going to say my full name. I also think it's lazy. It I is think it's lazy. lazy. V. Like no, we're not even like. I don't even like you, so <laughs> you're not getting no black. <laughs> v V like. But no. so some people just shit on everyone's name that like they just or they they even sign off their own initials. Let's say the name is Michael, they'll sign M. M yeah. They'll start. I worked with someone like that, and the thing is, V to be fair is an initial that you can comfortably have. But it sounds sensible. L is not. It's true. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> so when you start calling me L, it's not making sense. Yeah. V Valisa. Okay, we can we can understand. V Vanessa. Yeah, it's the same I, I don't like that stuff. And like, I've worked in sales environments before, and they all call each other by their last names mm. as well. And they try to. First of all, I have a double barrel last name, so like, which one do they choose? The la- latter part. Okay, and I'm just like, you're. What are you on? Like, no, don't do that to me. Am I your buddy? To be fair, I used <laughs> we're to, not friends. I used to work somewhere with someone who's not my friend. Uh, Her last name is Kiss, and everyone, everyone call her Smooch. <laughs> It was like a sports company, so <laughs> she went from being having the last name. They call him by the last name, and she went from kiss to smooch. And then, to be fair, like she was alright with it, and I loved it for her. I mean, if you like, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. If you like people, it's cool. But if you're not my friend, you better address me by my government name. Yeah, yeah. Until I give you permission otherwise. Literally. But I actually always ask, and I always ask people how to say their names when I meet them for the Same. first time. So do I. And I'm like, you may as well just get it out of the way now. And it's not offensive. It's when it's like you've known me for six months now. You're getting my name wrong. That's when people will be offended mm. when you meet someone for the first time. It's just actually ask, fine. Yeah, just and ask. look, good presenters, like presenters, people in meetings. When I was graduating, the my first my undergrad, they just did my name anyhow. When from when I graduated from my masters, I'm like, okay, it's been ten years. Things have moved on or whatever. Um, they make you write your name phonetically, like how the person is supposed to say it. Mm. And I was like, okay, I'm with it. I get it. So like, you just write your name and they read out the phonetic spelling, like if they if they're not going to be sure, and they read it out so much better. Mm. But good presenters any any time like even if you're in a meeting you're going to a meeting for the first time like how do you want to be addressed mm. if we had someone on the podcast we'd have to ask we them. ask them like yeah. how do you want to like how do you want to say like mm-hmm. am i saying it correctly so don't be audacious just ask even if you think you know there's a sense of entitlement there. yeah yeah it was screaming just when she was talking i was i was so angry i was so angered saying it was the great accent that got me i wanted to fight her at that point i was like now nah, you're rude but that's like someone that's people like like Shola when they go into those spaces, they have to really be mentally prepared because yeah, you know yeah, what's yeah. you know what's coming. But, but that's way. why what she did was good because there's probably people like that in the workplace, but they can't there be are that people they like can't that be, in the they workplace. They can't be as like audacious and rude because about you it actually as she work was. there. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So it's it's good she did what she did and I think more people should should do mm. it. Because even me, like some people go Velissa and I'll let it slide. Mm. But really and truly, I should be like, no, no, it's Velisa. Yeah. I've always called you Velisa. Yeah. It doesn't look like Velisa to me. I feel like Velisa would have, if it had two S's. Well, so my, that's my argument, that if it was Velisa, it would have two S's. But then if you saw Melissa with one S, you'd still say Melissa. No, I wouldn't. I'd say Melissa. Would you? Mm. Okay, fair enough. Maybe my argument stands then. Yeah, it does stand. People that can read. 
The other reason why I let people off is because the only other Valisa I know is my grandmother. So I'm like, people don't really hear it. So maybe that's why they just go Valisa because they're mean, used to like the those sorts of names, like the mm. Melissa, the Talisas. Mm. I don't know. When um, with my name, like when I do the intro, which we have not done for the podcast, um, which when I do the intro, which we'll do soon, um, I say my name is Lola, but you can call me Lola if you like, and mm-hmm. I'm actually like that. Like I don't mind now mm-hmm. because I mainly because I don't want people to be saying my name anyhow. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna say anyhow, let me give you it, let me give you the anyhow to say it. That's true. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. I don't want it to be doing too much, but like when I introduce myself, I always say my name is Lola. And then people will call me Lola. I, I definitely say Lola. I'm like, no, but it's fine. Yeah, like Lola. I don't like. It's, it's absolutely fine. Like because I've given the permission to do that. Like I'm not. It's not the rock that I'm gonna die on. Do you know what I mean? But like my family, like they could. I don't know. It'd be weird. Like my boyfriend, he tried to call me Lola. Like, what? Mm? Sorry, who's that? <laughs> so I'm a girlfriend, mate. Um, but yeah, I think if he would give you permission, then it's fine. But sometimes mm. I think people give permission because they're just so worn down. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. Think. They're like, oh, it's what it is. This is what I'm gonna get. I'm just what I'm gonna get. Yeah, I feel like the people when I was at uni, it was always the Chinese students, and I used to get so annoyed with them because I don't know their name would be something very Chinese, and they'll be like, oh yeah, just call me Charlene. I'm Sam, like, no, your name always. is, and we can we can try. Like, yeah, do you know, yeah, we nah, can actually they would, try. They were, I only know one. Like when I was in school, her name was Xiao. Like yeah. it was spelled X I A O X I A, mm-hmm. something like that. And yeah, so she was. Her name was Xiao, but the, she was the only one who actually stood on it. Everybody yeah. else would be like, "This is my name, but call me Tracy. This is my name, but call me Michelle." And it's like, and I wouldn't even mind if it was actually your name, like a middle name or something. Yeah, yeah. But the, but um, a lot of African children do that as well. Like, yeah, but that is actually their name. That's why I can let not them always, let it go. not always. Sometimes it's like, it's not. It's their name, but it's not their name. Like it's a. A name they gave themselves no that doesn't work then no but if it's like oh your name is like tunde and but you your christian name is michael and michael's in your yeah, birth but why do you want to do that though because there's the same reason that people do it in the workplace because yeah, it's just, like, no stand on tunde stand on it tell them i'm to gonna give tunde. my children like when i yeah i'll give i'm gonna give them hard nigerian names no, like honestly, people will, will learn. I don't have an english name <laughs> so it's just it'll just be alien for me i remember one of my <laughs> one of my friends her one of her workmates was interviewing someone and she read the name and she said Olamide mm-hmm. and uh, my friend was like oh I don't think that's what it is I think it's Olamide mm. and she was like oh oh and she was like oh okay like you know and it's like well like now she's gonna know like sometimes you just need to keep seeing the names if everybody who's called Tunde goes by their other name or mm-hmm. everyone who is called um Folake goes by their other name mm. then nobody's ever gonna learn to pronounce these other names because they're not hearing don't they, it you don't need to learn how to pronounce them just ask the person and those names no, are but, not hard but i think it helps when you're more familiar as well because you'll understand how the different like mm. i'm not nigerian but i've seen enough nigerian names now so to, to get the yeah, to yeah. understand the phonetics that's how i feel about um Ghanaians. yeah exactly. like i'm not Same I, thing. i've seen enough names exactly. to be like okay this is probably exactly. how you say Do you that. see what i'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah so i feel like we we as like our different minority groups we need mm. even me now i've seen enough like indian names to understand yeah, yeah, okay yeah. this is probably how i'm mm. I it's true you know because when i yeah. see that was it the Ghanaian, the k-y-e-i or you know it's a like, check yeah, now yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> see so you need to see them for people to to know it's like the footballers they know all these and the irish names yeah the irish names because they stick by them they don't try and change them to assimilate which i think mm. I'll talk on black people. We like to assimilate a lot. We do. We change our names. We shorten even our African names to to fit in. And I get why we do it, mm. but you know, yeah, we should be loud and proud of our names. Yeah. Is that, I actually say that it's your name. It's actually very important. It is. It's, it's your like name. Your identity. identity. Yeah. <laughs> but people just expect you to be like, oh yeah, it's just no. It's literally who you are. What you're called. Yeah. It's how you're dressed. Anyways. We really, I mean, it's important, but we digressed. It's not um, even digressed. That is actually very important. It is important. It is. Should we do the dilemma then? Yes, let's do that. When I say, when we say we, I feel like this is more for you. Me? I don't think so. Why is it more for me? I just feel like it's, and also last week, do you remember when I asked you if you wanted to do the hard oh, yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you said, oh yeah, I'll do I the, do, I'll, I'll do, do the hard one. <laughs> but uh, next week, next week. Uh-huh. Also, while we're waiting, guys, thank you so much for everyone who's bought a ticket. 
yes, for the event. Yes, Woo! we only have a few left. So literally, I, I don't know. I was about to say I'm hoping that by the time this goes out, there'll still be tickets. But I don't know if I am hoping that. You're not hoping that. You're yeah, hoping but it's sold if by out. the time this goes out, there's still tickets. Get them because there'll only be like literally a very, very, very few left. Literally, there is not a lot left. Like, there's not a lot. Hopefully they'll. Well, I don't know. Anyway, they'll go at some point. So yeah, if if by the time this episode comes out and you don't have a ticket and you can get to London or you are in London on the sixth of June, which purchase is a Tuesday, um, hmm? so they should purchase it expeditiously. Yes, they should purchase. Yeah, um, please do because um, we'd love to see you and have some fun. Yeah. So yeah. today, today's dilemma is not. I said I was going to intro. We didn't do the intro. Hey guys, this is Lola, but you can Seriously. call me Lola if you like. Hi, this is Belisa, and you can call me Vels if you want. And this is the Everybody Hates HR Pod, episode 45. I feel like we've kind of accepted that the intro is not going to happen. Do you know what we should do? We should do something in the intro at the beginning of the podcast where we can just stick it on and be like, hi, this is Belisa. Mm, if people watch true. videos, they'll see our names. That's but true, if you're not watching true. the video, then... You won't know, yeah. You won't know. Okay, so... Today's dilemma is not the usual kind of dilemma. It's from a fellow HR professional, a HRBP, and they're looking for some advice mm-hmm. from us mm-hmm. about a case that they're working on. Mm-hmm. Not them typing us up for free advice, but mm-hmm. cool. Um, so it says, thank you for your fabulous platform. Keep up the great work. I work as a HRBP and I'm looking for some advice. The manager has approached me regarding this case. Over the last few years, the employee's husband has been deemed controlling and emotionally abusive. However, recently he has been diagnosed with stage four cancer. He calls the workplace 20 to 30 times a day, including 10 to 15 minutes at the start and end of the working day. Update on the house sale, can't get through to the consultant, update on GP appointments, etc, etc. Turns up at the workplace two times a week. During lunch break, he comes to site to collect her. The employee has broken down, saying that she finds it all too much. Three children, one has epilepsy, one has a severe physical disability. I'm not site-based. However, the employee has contacted me regarding the recent diagnosis and mentioned that work is a welcome distraction from home life. However, management is finding the husband's behavior is causing a problem uh, with the employee's work and performance, but wants to support the employee. We presume he wants to spend all his time with her. However, she works in a very small team and works part-time. So we need her to remain focused at work. She doesn't have much family support. I'm visiting the site in a couple of weeks and will be speaking to the employee how do i approach this wow intense that is intense there's a lot to unpack mm. <sighs> well first of all i feel so bad for the so employee bad. that's a lot to deal with like you have three kids and two one has epilepsy and one has a physical disability yeah. And the third one is just a child, like as in it's, it's another it's, child. It's, it's so a lot of work still, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So three, and then a husband with stage four cancer, and, and I then said he was deemed. They said uh, the language is really interesting. It says he's been deemed to be not that she has said. I guess the people at the work have decided yeah. that he was already even before the diagnosis controlling and abusive. Yeah, but to add, so to add all of that to the three kids and mm-hmm. stage four cancer, that's a lot to to deal with so first of all i just feel really bad for the employee i'm not gonna lie if it was me <laughs> i think i would put some form of bolo in place eventually mm. if it didn't stop be on the lookout yeah sorry that's be on the lookout yeah because i just feel like if you're constantly coming onto company property i'm in my right as hr to actually say to you that you shouldn't be here as often as you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's that I feel like that can be done without it being linked yeah, to you him can being just, controlling or anything like that. New policy, um, people who, who won't work at the company uh, are yeah. not supposed to come. They need to, you need to have authorization this far in advance Literally. and it needs to be for specific reasons. Yeah. New policy. Yeah, I would definitely, as HR, you have that sort of power to kind of just essentially build something or mm. make something up that's new and say 
Yeah, you never know. Like, I, I would hope that this is a very rare case, but future situations, you just never know. Mm-hmm. So it would be good to just have something there because it just sounds very much. And like, I get she it. Works like, part time, right? Does want to spend? She works part time, and presumably he's not at work because how can you? Yeah, no, nah, he's, he's not he's ill. Stage yeah, four, yeah. And to be to be on a stage four is very serious, and a lot of the time it's like no coming back from that. So you don't want to spend your remainder of your life working anyway. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I get and I I guess she has to work to make money and so I get that I get that maybe he does want to spend all his time with her but that's nothing to do with the employer like when you're at work, at work you need to be at work yeah, yeah she's at work so you can't do that I feel like what they're saying in terms of themes it kind of makes sense because yeah she's at work and he doesn't have the self-control essentially to just it's, wait for her to finish scary. I yeah. think there definitely has to be something about what support the employee is looking for and making sure that like from a safeguarding perspective because she's obviously your employee that she's okay mm-hmm. because when you're coming to collect her at lunchtime like, and drop her back at lunchtime like what is that it's intense like it's, it's so intense i think there's so yeah. little you can do besides actually m- making sure that the employee that he can't physically that he's not allowed to physically mm-hmm. come and visit and then the calling all the time i do sorry i do think you can ask some questions though because she's broken down and actually expressed how she feels about it so I do think that's kind of given some le- not leverage but you know just given a gateway oh, to actually way in, yeah. yeah to just ask her you know is everything okay at home mm. yeah but rather she- than just deeming him controlling and all of mm. that I think you can actually be a bit more direct based on the fact that she has broken down mm. yeah but in terms of what you can actually do, like you can stop him coming, as you can try mm-hmm. to stop him from coming. But once she much. steps out the building, that's it. Yeah, but that's not really their res- like your responsibility. Yeah, it's not their responsibility. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what? There's some actually modern slavery indicators here. There is, isn't there? There is. There's some modern slavery indicators. This is a bit like you know whenever you do the modern slavery training, mm-hmm. like obviously it doesn't mean that you're an actual like yeah, slave, yeah. but it's those things about not being able to have free movement. Does the person seem anxious? Is there like someone forever watching them? All of this other kind of stuff. So potentially, whatever that policy says, they should be looking at doing that, regardless of how unlikely you think it might be. Mm-hmm. The indicators are there, um, and then yeah, doesn't like just and what what about the calling? I would want to know is it is it her phone or is it a work? It says calls the workplace, so she's calling work. Another block. What block? What? <laughs> you can't block number. It's probably coming. Do you know I mean somebody actually actually speak to that? Somebody has to uh, actually speak to the person. That I think that's a bit more tricky. It is because you you could she knows he's not supposed to be calling, so there's no point really. Telling but does he her. know that? Yeah, but. If it's the work, so does that mean I have questions? Because does that mean she's not always the one picking up? Because if it's if it it's is. other people picking up, then at that calls the workplace twenty to thirty times a day, which is ridiculous. Like nobody should be calling twenty to thirty times a day, even if you actually have business with that company. Mm. You shouldn't be. Go- that's harassment. It actually is. Yeah, that's that's classed as harassment. So if other people are picking up those phone calls as well, I think it's okay to have a, a conversation with him and say this is not allowed and this is this is harassment and it needs to stop if you would like to get into direct contact with your wife please call her personal phone mm. and even though that's putting a bit of a but it's actually her issue though yeah but it's, it's, yeah if you can't just DMD. be calling 30 times the company like then no 20 like, call, has call, a day and if she doesn't pick up that's your own personal problem do you know what you must be calling constantly 20 yeah. to 30 times even if you call like that's a lot oh, of times an hour because what the, you the can't working even call day, a half an hour interval. Yeah, the working day is like seven to eight hours a day, right? So yeah, three. That's th- a lot. You're calling like four times yeah, yeah, an hour. That's a lot. That's like every twenty minutes, which is ridiculous. Like no, 15, yeah, every fifteen you have 20 to minutes. Be, you have to be told, otherwise you. That's like, actually when you, that's so crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he has to be told. That's n- not okay. And also, does it matter? Like, obviously, if if you, yeah, who should tell him? Is that a conversation? Because in an ordinary situation that's a conversation that you would feed back to your own partner yeah but i've i think in this situation i think it's okay for the company to have that because it's affecting the company exactly yeah yeah because he's calling company resources like he's, he could be blocking he's cooking up the lines exactly yeah. <laughs> so i think it's okay to have that conversation it's just that there's a risk of not knowing how he's going to respond to his partner or how that impacts their relationship but honestly like is what it is at this point 
You can only have like because this is where the lines get a bit blurred because what's what happens in someone's personal life is really their business. Mm-hmm. Um, but then to the extent you think someone could be at risk or in danger, then obviously you raise it. But if that's just the relationship that they have, and she's obviously I don't know, obviously things are overwhelming at the moment. But obviously it would be overwhelming if you have three kids and a husband who's been diagnosed with stage four cancer. She might not have any issue with the relationship herself. Oh. And it's not for you to tell her that she should. No. I don't know how helpful that is. I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. There isn't. I think you should stop him from, from coming to the workplace and stop him from calling the phones. There's yeah. really nothing else you can do. No. She, it sounds like she's pretty helpless in this situation. So. That's a nonsense. Yeah, that's intense. That's intense. I told you it was a harder one. Yeah. Than last week's. Yeah, that is. How do I make friends? <laughs> <laughs> that, that was nice. Oh, oh, if you're listening, I hope you're getting on well. Yeah, give us a give us an update. Let us know how you're getting on. I think you wanted to say something. I do, I do. So, um, before we wrap up the pod, I'd just like to let everybody know about a GoFundMe. And if you have our Instagram, I will put the link up by the time this episode um comes out. But basically, it's a GoFundMe for somebody called Alex. Um, he's very young um, he is 31 and he was diagnosed with ALS at 30 which is um, a, mot- a motor neuron disease so gradually his body is essentially shutting down bit by bit and so far the GoFundMe that he has has helped him get an electric wheelchair to help him get around and stuff and he has a very very supportive um, group of people around him but if there's anyone who wants to um, donate to his GoFundMe just to um, help him you know get around and get what he needs to be able to function as his body doesn't um, then please donate to the GoFundMe, which I will... We can put in the description as yeah, well. Yeah, we'll put a link in. Thank you. Um, Get tickets. Get tickets. Like, comment, subscribe, all of that stuff. Hold us accountable. Like, Shame us. Shame us. Like, if, <laughs> if, we're not, if we're not doing something that we're supposed to be doing, like, let us know. Like, If you want to see more content from us, or if there's anything that you actually want to see us doing, we, I don't think we're asking for feedback as much as we should. So like, yeah, if you're going to give us any feedback, positive or constructive, um, let us know. Yeah, please do. Please do. Um, oh, can I just also thank Alex for being so brave as well? Okay. That's right, guys. Bye. Bye.